As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Straw Hut Media. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Cheers, my love. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's oh, so good. That's so delicious. A little Don Julio Añejo with a little orange. A lot of Don Julio Añejo with a little orange. <laughs> yes, and don't you find, because we, we decided not to drink last week. Yeah. We took a week off. I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> Torture. We must have been really bored and <laughs> whenever, just wanted to torture ourselves. Ever since the pandemic started, yeah. whenever I would say, should we have another martini? You'd go, why the fuck not? Why not? Pour yourself a glass of your finest tequila or whatever you drink. From Straw Hut Media, this is Tequila Talk with Daisy Fuentes and Richard Mox. But... I just kind of wanted to do a little cleanse, basically. Yeah. Like, just I wasn't sleeping as well as I normally do. Now, did you feel different? I slept you... better, for sure. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, now that's a different question to say. So, would you sacrifice yeah. your cocktails in the evening yeah. to sleep better? No. But do you really I'd think rather, I'd rather be sleepy? You really think it's the alcohol, the having a couple of drinks a night? Because you don't drink a lot. You no. have. Maybe two drinks a night. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Usually one. But you really think that that interrupts your sleep? I don't think it necessarily interrupts it, but I don't think it helps it. Mm. I mean, we, you know, we've discovered other little things to help us sleep. Yeah. um, No, I think it's also just, I think it's good sometimes, you know, whether, whether it's to take a few days off or a week off from coffee or- yeah. Alcohol or sugar or whatever. It's good to just sort of just yeah. do something different you know, for the while. What I like to do is the minute I realize something is becoming a bit of a habit, mm-hmm. when I'm when I start doing things just because that's what I do at this time or because that's what you're supposed to do or Am once I, I am I one of your habits? Oh, you're the best habit. Are you gonna stop I'm doing not, that habit? No, I'm never gonna start stop doing that. Okay. But the the minute that I realize that i'm doing things out of habit i switch it up and if i mean you know me i don't really do any one thing all the time i don't drink any one thing i don't eat any one thing i don't you know no pretty versatile yeah and i think that it's important the minute that you you realize oh i've been having two drinks every night i'm gonna take a few days off i'm just gonna clean 
my that's system. what it was. Yeah. I think it's really important to do that. That's or if you realize, you know, I have to have coffee every morning to wake up. Well, you know what? Break that habit yeah. and start having tea some mornings and maybe just have a smoothie some mornings just so that you don't become uh, a slave to any one thing. I wish I liked tea. I've never in my life mm. liked tea. I um, I found this matcha tea. Yeah. That is unsweetened, but it is sweetened with monk fruit. So it's delicious. It's sweet, but it's healthy. And that's the one thing I didn't like really about matcha because it's so good for you. It's such a great antioxidant. It's yeah. like having, you know, I don't know, like five green teas and one matcha drink. Yep. So uh, I found one that I really liked. And hold on, I'm going to get the name for people because I know people are going to be like, oh, what is it? So Daisy turned me on to matcha tea um, or matcha when we were starting like a year into dating you got into matcha yeah. and then i started doing this thing where i would prepare her matcha for her in the morning and i love the ceremony of it because uh -huh. you, you put just a little bit of it with whatever you're gonna with usually with usually a, little, a little hot water hot water or a little hot milk or uh, oat milk or something like yeah. that and you you whip it whip it good whip it good um and then you, there's a process to it. Yeah, it becomes a little bit of a paste and then you pour the rest of the water or yeah. the rest of the warm milk it's in it. It's ceremonial. Yeah. So this one is called Ujido. U-J-I-D-O. And it's sweet matcha sweetened with monk fruit. And it's much easier to do. Um, you just put the powder into warm. I, I'm using oat milk. I just put it into the warm oat milk and it is so good. Here's the thing. You don't like hot drinks. I don't like hot drinks, number I know one. That. Number two. Matcha is one of those things, a matcha latte, for example, mm -hmm. is one of those, and there are countless examples of this, where you'll say to me, oh, God, baby, this matcha latte is so good. Here, taste it. And I'll taste it, and I'll go, wow, that's really good. <laughs> and I could probably I could probably have three or four sips of it yeah. and think, that's really good. And on the fifth sip, I'll be like, I'm done with that. Mm. Whereas you give me a, a proper iced mocha. What about an iced matcha latte? I tried them. And still the same? It's the flavor. Yeah. It's not just the heat. It's the flavor of the drink that wears on me quickly. Right. So the one thing that you're addicted to is your mocha. Yeah. Your iced mocha yeah. in the morning. But I, I've changed that up a little bit in that now I, I shake it in a martini shaker. Okay. I should do a little uh, video. I'm going to video your morning routine. My morning routine. Yeah. So I found these powders. There's a there's a layered superfood powder that I put in They're my coffee. really good. That's full of superfoods and antioxidants and yeah. stuff. Um, and then, did you find the hot chocolate? Did it, or did yes, I, you did. The vegan hot chocolate Castle caramel. Castle Kitchen <gasps> Foods. It's oh, a vegan, so good. A hot chocolate powder. Yeah. It's caramel flavored, hot, yeah. like dark chocolate and caramel. We put a little spoonful of that in there. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, put, I, I like the Bustello coffee. Because mm. I like my coffee strong, <laughs> like my wife. <laughs> and uh, and then I put a little uh, oat milk creamer yeah. in it, but then I shake it in a martini shaker. Yeah. So it doesn't get too watered down. Right. And it's got a little yeah. foam. Yeah. Delicious. It's delicious. You know what I've been doing lately, because we're having dinner a little bit earlier these days, which is nice. It helps me do that intermittent fasting a little bit longer in the yeah. morning. But what I've found when I want... Um, something sweet like after dinner or you know before I completely stop eating is I, I do a hot chocolate with that caramel all right chocolate 
powder. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's really good. It's delicious. Um, I have a few things to talk about. Let's dispense with with one right off the bat. Yeah. Last week, maybe it was just over a week ago, was mm-hmm. International Women's Day. Yeah. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And I did a post about it because I have a few women yeah. in my daily life who I really feel grateful yeah. to have in my life, who I think are just incredible human beings. You, of course, are the star of the show. Huh. My Thank mother. You. Yeah. Your sister, Rosanna. Yeah. Who's w- my other favorite woman. Like, she's, uh, you know, I adore her. Yeah. And your mother, who I absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. So I did a post for International Women's Day 2021 where I, all I said was happy International Women's Day or something like that. Uh, grateful to and for these women who are part of my everyday everyday life you four and this is this comes back to a conversation we've had many many times about social media and trolls and and haters yeah 97 98% maybe even more responses comments were what beautiful women how lucky you are to have great women in your life this is such a sweet post blah 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 and then there, there was a series of posts from a handful of different women yeah. who were offended and angry with me because mm-hmm. I didn't include my ex-wife. <laughs> I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And this has nothing to do with my ex-wife or our, our, whether we have a good relationship or not, whatever. Yeah. My ex-wife is my former wife right. who is not in my everyday life anymore, right? right? And it was, it was a pile-on. So yeah. this one woman said, said it, and then these other women, yeah, I felt the same thing. How disrespectful. Now, first of all, we could do a whole hour yeah. about how pathetic right. lives these women must have, how empty they must be. Yeah, like who are these people? But and what worries me is that they're not just trolls. They are people who are in society. They're yeah. part of our community. They're probably teaching your children. Yes. They are, you know, at your uh places of worship. They are in your grocery stores. They are part of your businesses that you attend. They could be your doctors, your nurses. Yes. And this is the way they think. Okay. And it's just troubling. But let me finish the point because this is and and I'll and I'll let you respond. And I want to know what you guys think about this too. But let me hear me out. It's very important to to mention that none of these women have ever met me. Right. Or your ex-wife or, my or ex-wife. me or anyone or anyone, anyone of us. Or anyone who's met me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or anyone who's met me who met somebody else who met me. <laughs> so they have no my life means nothing to them. Apparently, it it means a lot. Apparently, it does. But I I don't interact with these people. They're complete strangers. I'm a complete stranger to them. Sure. So, I'm picturing, let's just say the woman who started it, the first woman who posted it. How disrespectful, okay? Right. My guess is she's friends with a man or woman who have been divorced. Now, let's let's say her husband's best friend, who's a family friend. Is, is on his second marriage. Okay? 
and they're having dinner and they decide they want to celebrate. Her husband's friend wants to celebrate his sixth or seventh anniversary with his new wife with this woman and her husband because they're family friends. Yeah. So when he toasts, when they're, when her to husband's friend toasts yeah. his current wife saying, I just want to say, you, you, I'm, I've never been happier and you're the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Do you think this woman's going to look across the table and say, how disrespectful? I, I don't think this woman has any friends, first of all, I mean, that would invite her to a dinner. Because anyone, look, that's my point. Not it's to like, mention, I've been divorced for almost eight, or no, for eight years. But who cares whether you've been divorced for five minutes or for eight years? The point is, who doesn't have enough social skills to know? Is it lack of social skills or is it a form of illness? Both. I think it's a form Both. of, I, I think you have to be Both. really kind of off Yes. to post that to a complete stranger. You have to have some serious issues within your own life. Yeah. You have to be, you have to be so angry at yourself or at someone in your life where you can't help yourself, but to post something so ridiculous to a total stranger yeah. in a public forum yeah. where you know that you're going to look like an asshole. Yeah. You know you're going to look ridiculous, but you still can't help yourself. You know it's inappropriate. You know it's none of your business, but you can't help yourself. Yeah. So what? what is that? You know, because it's 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 not just the trolls. These Man, it's bizarre. It's, it's really, really bizarre. crazy. And to I'm me. grateful to find it bizarre because yeah. if I if I thought, oh, I guess I can understand yeah. that, then I would be as fucked up as they are. Yeah, and some people, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, just ignore it. And of course, we ignore of it. Course. It's not like it it stops our life, but it, you can't just ignore it without going. What in the world yeah. like, is what wrong? The because it is so outrageous and so inappropriate and so um uh, just so strange that you can't just yeah. ignore it like it's normal annoying behavior yeah. it's not normal annoying behavior it is it, it's dysfunctional yeah it's dysfunctional it's troubling yeah <laughs> you know like what re, i just i don't understand i, I can't I don't even know that there's a psychological explanation for it. I really don't because I can't imagine that all these people, oh, they all have mental issues. No, no. These are normal people. Yeah. These are normal everyday people living <laughs> amongst us. Yeah. Like these people who occasionally, it's rare, but occasionally will comment on your posts about a relationship that you had ages ago. As that, if it has or, or a any relationship that they think, think that you have. They know right. I had. Right. Because I've never talked about my relationships. Right. So, you know, they may have seen a picture of me with an ex-boyfriend somewhere or and, and listened to some gossip that may have been said about us. And they think that they know everything yeah, look, in my life. That's one thing. But to then go to your page. Yeah. And post shit yeah. about like comment right i think it takes yeah. a certain level of i don't even know what the word is i don't want to I, I don't want to um mock i'm not at all mocking mental illness but it is a it's got to be a form of mental illness right um i, I don't know i really 
don't know that it has to be, but I no one who's who's healthy, whose mind is healthy. Well, that's what I'm saying. That. That's what I'm saying that a lot of these people are normal, healthy people who are, you know, carrying on in society in very normal ways. They're not thought to be people who have issues. They're thought to be, you know, your child's teacher, your um, yeah. clerk down the street, yeah. or, you know, they're, the, the lawyer, the, the doctor, the dentist, the nurse, the receptionist. These are all people who are living life, who yeah. claim to be functioning members of society, yet they have this this problem where, I, I, I don't know, I think it's the... the People have an, a, a, they're not able to make a separation between people who uh, are public and they may think they know some things about and the people who are in their family. <laughs> so they, these women maybe are looking at you as someone who they know. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And they're talking to you as someone in their family. I mean, I wouldn't even talk like that to someone in my family. Uh, you wouldn't. That's my. You that's just my. Wouldn't. That was the analogy I made. You wouldn't. So I don't know who you would talk to like that. That these people feel like they can talk to celebrities or to public figures who they've never met, who they know nothing about. Oh well, but I buy your records. Okay, so you you like the music, but that's it. Yeah. You have no right to yeah. comment on anyone's personal life past that. There's also you know, just sort of like a a bad form in in terms of even people who I know who have been whether it's divorced or just broken up with a yeah. long term partner or whatever. I'm not going to mention their. You know what I mean? It's not my of business. Course. It's right. got nothing to do with me. I also think that society is very quick to jump on uh, the bandwagon of, and, and I'm still surprised that this is still the way it is considering the the climate we're in right now of you know women empowerment and looking at women as equals the fact that if if so, if a couple a, a public couple breaks up or there there's a rumor that the couple broke up mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like, oh he left her yeah. or he cheated on her with somebody else yeah. or what's wrong with her yeah people don't ever take the stance of like you know what maybe she moved on maybe she left him or maybe they just stopped getting along right but the, and i'm just speaking from my own experience yeah. because even though i've never publicly discussed my relationships I know that if people thought I was seeing someone and then, you know, it was in the public arena that we'd moved on, it was always I was left. Like yeah. People never, yeah. ever thought that I could have left someone. Right. right. <laughs> That's never a possibility. It's very misogynistic. And the same thing with you. They figure that, you know, you left your wife. They don't know if it was a mutual thing. They don't know if she left you. They don't know right. if you initiated it. People are just making assumptions. But it's always the assumption that the guy did something wrong or uh, that he moved on with somebody else, that he cheated on the woman. Yeah. And that he left the woman. Right. Or that there's something wrong with a woman that she can't keep her boyfriend. Always. That's 
98% of the time women, that's the assumption. Particularly right. assumed by women. Yes. So what kind of female empowerment bullshit is that? It's bullshit. It's bullshit is what it is. I don't know what's happening. I really don't know what's happening. It's also just, you know, it boils down to there are millions and millions of people who continue to exist in unhealthy, unhappy relationships. Yeah. And they're resentful of people sure. who get out of them. Who Absolutely. Move on. Absolutely. What do you what do you think? Uh, what do you think is the, the, the point where you should say, you know, OK, this relationship is over or let's work on staying together. Like, what do you what do you think is the point where couples should work on it? And what is there one thing where it's kind of like, oh, that's the red flag that you can't ignore. I'm out. What's that point? Um, well, aside from trust issues, which I don't think ever really truly get resolved. And this is is the uh, partner to that. It's they go hand in hand is when you lose respect for your partner yeah i don't i don't think you can come back from that i think when you get to the point where or, or even just the word toxic when there's when toxicity works its way into a relationship no i'm not talking about where you have toxic moments here and there where you get mad at each other about something or but when it's a you it's a pattern of toxic mm -hmm. resentment and disrespect even if they say we're going to work through this yeah. i don't know that that's i i think that that ship has sailed yeah i think i agree with you i i, I tend to be more um i definitely agree with that but i think that when when you don't feel good in the presence of the of the person right that's something that you that's when you should bail. Of course. You probably... Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that, that. I don't know that... I think that every relationship, if you're in love and you love each other, um, I, I think it's worth working on that relationship. But I think if you realize that you feel like shit when you're with this other person or this other person doesn't bring out the best in you and you're just miserable, you'd rather go anywhere rather than go home to that person. Well, if you feel like... If somebody held a gun to your head, you would say, I'm actually, I would be happier mm -hmm. alone. Yeah. Not necessarily with someone else because that's a, that's another conversation. You know, there, you, you have to, you have to get to a point in your life where you feel like you're good mm -hmm. on your own. Like you feel happy to be in your own company. That's so important. Um, but within a relationship. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I have several people in my life who um th you know yeah throughout the years have confided in me that they're just yeah they're in unhappy uh environments right but in some cases it's we have kids and not to say that you can't raise kids mm -hmm. successfully is right. you know separate i definitely admire people who stay together for the sake of the children you as do? Long i do i admire them if they if because look, that is a re that that's a responsibility that you both took on. If you both say to each other, "Look, we're, we're going to have children," yeah. and then you realize two years later, "Yeah, I'm not good with this," but you still have a child who now is going to be part of a broken home, and that's not to say that you know you you but wouldn't can't, you rather come from a broken home than live in one? Uh, um, 
you know, I can't say because I don't come from a broken home. My parents stayed together. Yeah. So I can't say. But I do know that it affects the children. So if two people are willing to say, look, we have issues, but we're going to stay together. We're going to try to make it work. We're going to respect each other because we've got another life, another human that we are responsible for. So let's respect each other and try to work on this relationship so that we can raise our children together. That's admirable. And if you, especially if you can do it and continue to respect each other and work on having a good relationship rather than, you know, throwing shit at each other all day, which in that case, it makes the environment worse for the child. But if you're willing to, to have a decent relationship and work on it for the sake of the children, that's admirable if you can do it well. And mm-hmm. I also admire people who are like, you know what? We're not happy. Let's break up, but let's continue to be good parents together. That, let's get along. That I agree with. That's admirable as well. But I, I think that that is so rare. It happens. I know that yeah. it happens because we know people who have done that. Yeah. And it's really great. It's really and great. And you're not, you know, like two people who find themselves parents at a, you know, early in their relationship mm-hmm. or a couple of years into their relationship. And then they realize that the relationship itself is going sour, has gone sour. To stay together until their kids are whatever age. Like what? And there's another, yeah. like how old is old enough? 14? Yeah. 17? I don't know. 19? Yeah. And when that time is up, yeah. when you realize that you could have re- helped raise those, you could have raised those kids together and been really happy either on your own or with someone else. Yeah. If I were that kid, I would probably be like, why didn't you do that? Like, why yeah. would you spend 10 or 12 or 15 years miserable yeah. in a relationship just for my benefit? Right. I, I find that usually when a couple breaks up, you know, they both, chances are that they both knew that that's what was happening for a long time, that they knew that that's where it was heading. I just... People go through the motions. They just do what is expected of them, what society expects of them. You know, so if if one person moves on with somebody else, the other person has to talk shit about that person, be resentful, yeah. talk shit about the person that they're with. Yeah. Even though that person wasn't happy in the relationship either. Yeah. Why do you do that? Yeah. Why? If you're if you both are aware that the relationship wasn't working, why would you not be able to get along to make it work to work together or because you know what you the know answer to, is to be amicable th- what, what is also incredibly rare it's the ego is a mutual breakup yeah. is a mutual understanding of why you're not going to be with someone anymore well i think that it's that's always the ego. that someone even if deep down they're relieved or they're yeah. not really happy either, yeah. they don't want to be the one who got quotes left. That's what I was just going to say. I think it's the ego because it's the person totally who ego. brings it up first and says, look, this isn't working. Yeah. Then even though the other person realizes, yeah, it isn't working either. Rather than saying that, they're like, oh, yeah, because you and you this. And all of a sudden it becomes like victim. you left yeah. and I'm the victim, even though he just beat you to the punch. Mm-hmm. She just beat you to the punch. Yeah. She, you know, the one person who opts out first, then the other person automatically takes the victim role. Yeah. Why is that? Like, stop doing that. So boring. So boring. And by the way, that works both ways in terms of gender. Absolutely. I know plenty of men who who are played this victim card. You know, I I thought everything was fine and then she left and I've never gotten over her. Like, dude, 
there had to be signs or there you, you had to like come yeah, on yeah i i always have a problem when so i know when something didn't work in a past relationship or i know at a point where i wasn't happy in a past relationship or when something didn't work or but i have a problem when somebody says Oh, yeah, that guy was an asshole. He was, you know, just a piece of shit. And I have a problem with that because that's also insulting my intelligence yeah. that I chose someone to, yeah. to spend time with someone who was just a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, I really have a problem with that. I don't like to talk shit about people who I've been with, even if it you ended. Agree. Oh, even if it ended badly. Badly or even if they did something. Yeah. You know, I I don't like to make it seem like this is a horrible shitty person and i just ha i'm i'm really bad judge of character and i just spent years with someone who's a piece of shit like i refuse to let people make that assumption so i don't like people but that's ego too um it is it's a little bit of ego for myself because i'd like to think that i'm not going to spend years and years with someone who's a total piece of shit yes but you're the way you're framing it is more ego driven rather than in my opinion mhm mm and this is something that I would aspire to, to do as well is to, you know, evolve to a point where you look back and you go, even, even though I knew that there were all these problems, mm -hmm. there were good things. Obviously yeah. there were good times because right. I would have not entered into the relationship. Right. So what I, what I think is the thing to strive for is to kind of, and I'm speaking, I'm just sort of, uh, I'm not saying anything right now. Um, <laughs> I'm just sort of uh, editing what you said a little mm -hmm. bit because I think it's it's uh, it's evolved and elevated to understand that relationships happen at a time and a and at a place for a reason. Yeah, and to throw the baby out with the bathwater and yeah. go, well, you know, how could I have ever done that? And what a piece of shit. I mean, yeah. And we've all been in a situation where we stay in a relationship longer than we should have. Yeah. You know, we usually get a, a sign or a red flag like, okay, this is coming to an end. And we usually stay in a little bit longer, but then that's where you have to look at your role in everything. Otherwise, you you don't learn from it. But um, I think what uh, what I meant to say is that you generally, one of the things I, one of the many things I love about you is that you're not a particularly cut and dried person. No. You're pretty broad strokes like you'll you'll look at a lot of different sides of something mm -hmm. and that's evolved and that's elevated and when it comes to relationships i think you have to just yeah. to, to be so cut and dried and go well it didn't work out and he did this and so we ended and so fuck him he's a piece right. of shit 100 percent. no no he's not i mean look sometimes that's the case but usually it's not usually People who are talking like that are talking like that just because that's what society expects you to say. Yeah. That's just what's expected of you. Yeah. And I really admire people who look at themselves and, and look at what is the best choice for them, you know, including people who maybe have gone through an infidelity and choose to stay together. Yeah. I believe that sometimes that can make a marriage stronger or a relationship stronger. It has. It has. Yeah. So, and, and I think that society 
tells people, well, that happens. Fuck it. You have to leave. Right. It's like, yeah, you probably do. Chances are if you've been with somebody for years, if you're in a marriage and that person was unfaithful and cheated on you. Then sure, you, you an probably awful hurdle to get over. It is. But there are people who are able to look at what's happening in their lives at that moment who are able to say, well, you know, I, I had a part in that, too. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. see how I pushed you away. And even though what you did was wrong and you betrayed my trust, I let's if it's worth it, people can get past it. People can be adult about it. They can talk about it. Take the time that it this takes is, to get past is, it. This is some reason thinking that is that is lacking in society, <laughs> yeah. but it happens. I know people who have done it. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not the common thing. It's not you know the usual thing, but it's really interesting when people go against the grain of society and do what's best for them. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Does that include marrying your partner's adopted daughter? <laughs> no, that does not. I don't. <laughs> oh, I know where you're going with this. We'll be right back after this short break. We started, we mentioned this um, uh, Alan versus Pharaoh yeah. documentary, which concluded last weekend. Because uh, we watched the first one. Mm-hmm. We've watched them all. We've talked about it a little bit. Yeah. And we went from going, oh my God, this is so fucking dark and yeah. heartbreaking to the second episode we watched yeah. made us do a little bit more research yeah. on, well, wait a minute. What about this? And what about, yeah. maybe it's not as cut and dry. Right. Well, now that it's over. Yeah. I'll go on record as saying, holy shit, I think Woody Allen's a complete piece of shit. Yeah. I, be- I believe Dylan. I don't know that I believe that he molested his daughter, Dylan Farrow. I, I- believe Dylan Farrow. It isn't that I disbelieve her, um, but I it's what I, I've said many, many times since we started watching this. Only The only two people who know what happened are yeah. Woody Allen and Dylan Farrow. And- and it's all a choice as to what you believe. I would say yes. And and yes, you are right. If Woody Allen was an exceptional man and he hadn't done anything that would uh, make me question his character, 
I would say, you know what? There is a possibility that a scorned ex-lover could have um, planted some ideas into the mind of a child where it has developed into now this accusation. That's possible where even the child believes that that's what happened because if, if somebody starts talking to you in a certain way yeah, you and can making implications and about it, someone it, when you're seven years old, you. yeah, it becomes, it true becomes for you. reality. Either way, that person, that child is mentally affected by this and psychologically drained by this for the rest of the child's life. Yeah. So, yes, if, if Woody Allen was an exceptional person, I would say, but there are people who think he is okay. Uh, I, but there's proof that he isn't. There is proof that he started having an affair with a 15 year old child who was the adopted daughter of his yeah. wife. I mean, it's completely so fucked up. that is game but over for me no, right there. No, no, no. Here's where you're. So wrong. you've already started having an affair with a child. Yeah. And married her. But now yeah. you're saying you would never do that to your other child. Well. So I, mean, I have a hard time believing between that. A, and I think that Sumi was 16 or 17, which oh, is still like fucked 16 up. 16 is a big difference. Like, no, really? She's it, still a but child. You, but the difference between 16 and 7? You don't gonna, you're not going to sit there and okay, say that no, it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. Okay, but so here's where, here's where I'm at with it. And I, cause, and I can't stress enough. I left. I, I, I resolved... Uh, my resolution was, holy shit, this guy is just awful. Yeah. Um, we both know, mm -hmm. we all know, you guys listening, you know this. Countless examples of children who were brainwashed, sure. who were coached, and those allegations that they came yeah. up with turned out to be completely fabricated. Yeah. Okay? And we also know countless examples of scumbags getting away with molesting people. Yeah. We, there's too, there, it, historically, there are too many possibilities for both sides being true. And do I think, I mean, it's a slam dunk that what he did in terms of starting, taking nude pictures of Sunni and having an affair with her while he was still with Mia Farrow and then ending up marrying this girl. I mean, now you 20 something years later, they have kids and yeah. that's, just bizarre to me right. it's like so ugh. it's so but gross. it does not the fact that he clearly did that and 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 owned that from the mm -hmm. get-go doesn't mean oh well if he did that then he must have molested dylan Farrell it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that but it doesn't mean he didn't but it doesn't mean he didn't and it all and it, to me it also already um kind of scars his character to me it's a it's a mark on his uh, morals, on his yeah. ethics, yeah. on his character. There were some other things that came up in the like documentary, you, and, and also if you're gonna if you're gonna go hit on a seventeen year old, which is already fucked up, you don't do it with your wife's adopted daughter. Really, really? that to me is just what like what kind of a piece of shit are you, yeah. and how are we supposed to? believe anything that you say in regards to having any kind of morality or ethics. Yeah. We just don't. We yeah. can't. And what I thought that was shocking is that in a period from from like 2016 to 2018, 
the, the number of women who came out because the climate changed so much as far as like, you know, the Me Too movement yeah. and listening to women. There were so many signs that this guy was just he whether or not the Dylan thing got worked out or it ever made it into court, the fact that he married his his uh, wives or his lover of 16 years adoptive daughter because he was her stepfather at that point. Yeah. Okay. The fact that he started having an affair with this 16 year old child because, okay, he said, oh no, it was 17, but there are doormen where he lived yeah. who testified. She was still in high school. That she had been coming over to his apartment yeah. for over a year before that, yeah, which puts her up. at 15 and a half. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So whether it was 15 or 16 or 17, it was wrong. She, you are her stepfather. That is beyond, beyond wrong. Beyond. I can't even get wrap my head. And the fact that there were all these women who still continue to work with him, to be in his movies, to, to sing his praises, where today we now know, wow, how could, how could that have happened? Yeah. So I mean, two questions. One the it's become a hashtag believe women yeah my problem with that is yeah i i I can understand even the idea that any woman who brings a charge of sexual harassment or or sexual misconduct yeah should be heard yeah for sure but believe women means that every single woman who's brought some allegation Mm -hmm should be taken at face value as being truthful. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I don't think that's what that means because obviously anyone can make an accusation and I do think that we have gone too far in 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 this whole cancel culture where, you know, anytime that someone makes any kind of an accusation towards somebody else, that's it, they're canceled. There is no, uh, okay, well, innocent until proven guilty. There is none of that. What that means is that women have been so uh not heard and disregarded for so long yeah that it basically means believe women when they say something you've got to listen so many times women have gone to court women have made accusations they've gone to the authorities and they're dismissed or they're made to feel like it's their fault right or they're made to feel embarrassed and all that means is that needs to stop. Yeah. The minute that a woman makes an accusation, you need to stop, listen, investigate it, and take her seriously and investigate the person who she's accusing, mm-hmm. not her. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you make an accusation, the person who you're accusing needs to be investigated, not you. No, you don't need to be asked, what were you wearing? Well, what, you know, why were you with him? Well, why did you go to his apartment? And why did you? None of that matters. And that's what's been wrong for so many centuries. Okay, but you have been very outspoken about the fact that in some of these cases, Mm -hmm. when you find out, once the questions start getting answered, and once the investigation progresses, you find out these women who, um, you know, let's say they they, they were invited to have a meeting at a hotel room, they went. The guy exposed himself, yeah. tried to fool around with her, try, like was inappropriate. And then she went back the next night yeah, or three days later. Yeah. And you go, wait a minute, what? 
Yeah. I think we all do that. We all say, well, why did you go back? Um, and I think. But doesn't that make the, per- like, because no matter how many times they go back, there's still a point yeah. where if they're being sexually right. harassed or violated. Well, there's a big difference if, if this is happening at work and you are in a work environment and you're afraid to lose your job, you're going to try to, uh, to walk that line yeah. of like, okay, I'm not going to, I don't want to cause problems because then I'm the one that's going to get fired. I'm going to lose my job. I'm never going to work again. Right. And I understand that. And that is wrong. Every level of that is wrong on the person who is making anyone feel like they're being blackmailed or like you need to do something in order to keep your job or get a job. That That's so but what fucked about up. Just, just powerful men who are trying to conquer, who are just trying to get laid or. Yeah. And or maybe it's uh, someone who's in a business where there's a, a, a woman who wants to be in that business yeah. or wants to be part of that and they get. They feel like, oh, maybe, you know, he's cool. Yeah. He's famous. I want to, I want to hang around him. That's different. I think anybody wants that. You, you want to hang around with powerful people. You want to become part of, you know, you, but you want to also be recognized for your talent and what you contribute and what you have to offer in, in a work situation. And that's very different. You know, the, the whole work environment, there should be none of that. Right. And, and I'm not saying that I haven't been made a pass on in work situations. I've been, also, I've been very, very fortunate to work with some very amazing women. But sure, have I been in work situations where someone has flirted with me or made a pass at me? Or I am strong enough where I can realize that that guy is trying to make a move on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, I also know how to divert it. Not every woman knows how to do that. Right. Not every woman is strong enough to say the right thing and not be hurt by it, offended by it. So it's all on the person. It's all on the person making the pass at the wrong time, at the wrong place to the wrong person. (coughs) So a a work situation is very different. I have a problem, you know, with, with social situations where women go on a date with someone they realize that the guy's a scumbag, that the guy is trying to just, you know, basically rape her. Yeah. And then they go back. Yeah. You know, that that I think all women, all young women need to be taught when to walk away, when to get out of a situation that is dangerous, you know, and not to say that that's her fault. It's obviously not her fault. Yeah. But don't continue to put yourself in a situation where you're going to get hurt. And I think that's something that we we all need to empower each other that way. We all need to help each other and not make make women feel like they did anything wrong, like they're doing anything wrong, but just how to feel more empowered to say and do the right thing without it letting it psychologically affect you. Mm-hmm. And I think that everything that's been happening has opened up all these dialogues and all these conversations where women can empower each other and where women know now what to say a little bit better. Yeah. But for the longest time, society wasn't listening to women. So they kind of either had to sweep it under the rug, go along with it, do things that they didn't want to do because they just felt like that's what they had to do. It's a game you have to play. You don't really have a choice. Mm. And um, I'm glad that it's changed. I'm glad it's changing. I'm not going to say it's changed because it hasn't. No. But I'm glad it's changing a little bit. And I'm glad women are being empowered by it. And they feel like... You know, on the other hand, I see some young women who get really offended when, 
you know, in a work situation, someone asks them out or someone flirts with them. And I think that that's okay. That's natural. But these young women are becoming so afraid of a man making a move that men have stopped making any kind of a move, any yeah. kind of a, yeah. you know, like asking women out or saying, hey, I'm attracted to you, where that's now considered an insult. It shouldn't yeah. be. Yeah. It shouldn't be. I think we all need to talk a little bit more, especially to the younger women about, you know, if a man flirts with you, if a man asks you, that's okay. You need to know how to get out of that if you want to and how to respond to it if you want to go along with it. Yeah. It's the process of dating, which I think we have forgotten how to do, yeah. especially the younger generation in, in an age of social media where everything is done through a text and it's so easy to just ghost someone. People have forgotten how to talk to each other, how to flirt with one another in a respectful way. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of young women are taking an innocent flirtation and turning it into, oh, he was being so inappropriate with me. And it's where I've heard young women say things and I'm like, well, that wasn't really inappropriate. I think he was just trying to tell you he likes or you. how about going, whoa, dude, that was inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy goes, oh, I didn't mean it that way. Right. I'm so sorry. I, no, you know. I'm done. But yeah. I think it's, it's uh, I, I think something has happened where people have forgotten how to talk to each other, yeah. you know? The second question, which goes back to Woody Allen, you know, using him as an example. Um, can you sep can you separate mm -hmm. the person from the art? Um, depends on what it is that we're talking about. We're we're talking about something so so despicable and so disgusting. I can't. So I see you would the never, art, and I you see would what never it, watch another Woody Allen movie. Um, because of that, you know. <sighs> or if. I mean, I don't know that you were ever a huge Woody Allen fan. I was never a huge Woody okay, Allen but fan. Okay, but if you, but if let's just say Annie Hall was a film that you absolutely loved, yeah, would you then go? I can never watch Annie Hall again. No, I uh, no, because you know I have seen Woody Allen movies. I think if he was to put out a new movie, I would have no interest in seeing it. Right. Because Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I see the person behind the curtain. I see it. I can't. I can't think of him as a genius knowing that he he's such a disgusting human but being. you know how many people who have created so much art which is considered brilliant yeah. and genius yeah. and timeless and important and mm -hmm. groundbreaking are f fucked up people. Yes, and I, I, I have no problem with people being fucked up people, but when they're fucked up people to other people, when they treat other people, when, when they are criminal, <laughs> you know, when they're pedophiles, when there's incest involved, when there's rape, or when there's any kind of, of, of thing like that, I can't get past that. Okay. I can't get past that. Do you know how old Priscilla Presley was when Elvis Presley took an interest in her? Yes, I know she was like 16. 14. 
I understand that, but I also she understand was 14. It was a different time and that was acceptable at that time. And women were much more mature at 14 and 15 at that time. And you were expected at 15 at that time to have a boyfriend who was older than you. My mother met my father when she was 14. She got married when she before she turned 17 and had me at 19. That was the time. Yeah, but how old was your dad? 23. Oh. 22. Really? Yeah, he was young, but that's what was expected. One, two, 23. Yeah, maybe he was 21 or 22. Yeah, he's only six mm -hmm. years older than her, five years older than her, I think. But that's not the point. The point is that that's what was expected at that time. I remember being a kid. And I was a huge Elvis fan my whole life. But I remember when I found out that, and I was young when I found this out, that Priscilla Presley was 14 yeah. when he met her in Germany. I went, ew. Yeah, but. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Look, I remember being 15 and being attracted to a 21-year-old boy. Yeah. Um, so I think it's different. I think when you look, I think things happen in society. Uh, we become more evolved as humans where we realize that there are certain things that are not correct and we make adjustments for it. That's not to say that every woman who is 16 or 17 is not in her right mind to understand that she wants to be serious with someone who's yeah. a little bit older than her. Yeah. Of course, that still happens. But I think that what we're trying to to put a stop to and what we've tried to put a stop to is, you know, these these men, you know, over 25, over 30 marrying 15-year-old children that's wrong right you know a 15 year old girl with a 20 year old boy sure that's wrong but you can kind of see how that happens sure um and it was a different time and it wasn't just elvis and priscilla no. it was everyone every that's what was happening in society yeah, at that time true. it true. was wrong it's wrong by today's standards it wasn't wrong by that standard of that day right you know, the same thing that there are things that we are doing in society now that we will find, you know, 15, 20 years from now to be wrong. Yeah. So. I guess the, the, the conversation that's interesting to me about the art versus the person is in Woody Allen's case, the Sunni thing is just it is what it is. I mean, they're married. They have a, they have two kids together. It's still wrong. You know, I would be worried if I was Sunni. I would be yeah. worried about my children. She should be with with this old perverted. She should be incest. But man. in his entire life, and he's old. He's eighty years old or something now, or close. Yeah. In his entire life, in terms of accusations, yeah. criminal accusations, there was the one about Dylan Farrow. Okay. Yeah. Then you have Michael Jackson who had multiple yeah. allegations of child abuse, of child sexual assault, yeah. of, and there were cases where he paid off the family, yeah. where he, and again, I didn't know Michael Jackson, so I don't know, right. the only people who know that that's true are the accusers and Michael Jackson, right. who's dead. Um, what is fascinating to me is this legion of people who, Loved Michael Jackson mm -hmm. so much, who never, again, never met him, never met anybody who ever met him, had no personal connection to him whatsoever. They just loved him and they loved his music so much. And they're convinced that it was all a smear campaign and that Michael Jackson would never do yeah. anything like that. And they would die to protect yeah. his reputation. If you were to ask these people, 
What do you think about Woody Allen? They probably go, oh, he's, no, he's guilty though. Well, yeah, I, I can, <laughs> I get that. And it's again, it's hilarious. what we're talking about because people get so attached to a celebrity who they feel like they're kind of, it's their family now. They feel like they know the but person when not. they really don't. Now, the only difference that I would say with the Michael Jackson thing is that, you know, these, these fanatic uh, followers of Michael Jackson have studied the documents, the court records and everything. And they're, they genuinely think that there is no proof. They genuinely think that he was talked into paying off these people. And when you pay one off, then other, others come out of the woodwork to get paid as well. Mm -hmm. And yes, there's a possibility that that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Oh, but it's, you know, we've got the records of him spent having sleepovers with children. And with, I mean, just is, the quote alone. Yeah. What's wrong with sharing your bed? You know, I mean, and dude. again, he could have said that very innocently. Maybe it could have been innocent. Maybe. And I place a lot of blame on the parents of these children. Absolutely. I place, you know, 90% of the blame Absolutely. on the parents of the children. But I would place 100% of the blame on Michael Jackson. Like, dude, don't do that. But the difference with Michael Jackson is that there really isn't any proof that that's what happened. Where with Woody Allen, the proof is he's, his wife was the daughter of his wife when he started screwing her. That's not her. proof. That's not, again, not well, you, remote proof that he molested No, but it's proof that that's daughter. who he is. For It's enough for me to be like, that's disgusting. He's a disgusting man who I do not want to be a fan of. Right. Who should not be allowed to continue being adored and, and rewarded right. by Look, society. I know, uh, you know. Being around at the same time, and again, I, I preface this by saying I didn't know Michael Jackson. I met him a couple of times, very briefly. I, I I can't think of anybody off the top of my head who's ever been more talented, maybe mm -hmm. other than Prince. Um, and just in terms of Prince's versatility, and uh, but Michael Jackson was just brilliantly talented. But I knew and know multiple people who worked with him, who toured with him, who knew him. And I heard enough things that made me go, yeah, I'm glad I didn't know him. Not yeah. like really not bad character stuff. Yeah. Like maybe not a good guy. Yeah. Not to say that he's a child molester, although of all the things to be accused of more than once. That doesn't mean anything, honey. That doesn't mean anything. Because the truth is, and we know that once you pay off one person, Others are going to come along because they want to get paid too. Yeah, but at what? Yeah, okay. But what what stops him from going? Okay, I paid that off just to make it go away. Well, but you know what? No, I'm going to fight this to the death. Yeah. Well, what what stops said, that? Oh, okay, is I'll pay he them was off advised. Too. He was advised to pay these people off by his multiple attorneys. He was advised, hey, listen, just get, make it go away. These are just people trying to make that. money off of we you. Also don't know, we also don't know whether... But he, we do... Look, we We can, don't know whether he paid people off because he was guilty. We don't know that. Well... No one knows that. Right. No one knows that. But there, th we do have access to all the d court documents. Right. We can and there see are, what they and, had And for, there are holes in some of these stories. Yeah. And there are things that are, that are very suspect. Yeah. But at the end of the day... Yeah. I don't know. Spending nights with children is bad form. You don't. You just don't do that. You know. I mean. Yeah. If they're not your children, they should not be in your bed. And just 
the the constant companionship of yeah. little boys yeah. was I mean listen I I've had my my I've slept with my nephews in my bed those are my nephews we've had sleepovers I would never they're sleep your with nephews they're, they're yeah family. I would never ha- invite my neighbor's kids or my friend's kids to come sleep over without their parents random or random children kid who's a fan of yours exactly like who does that Michael Jackson what that. does that mean like and, what and that's here's the, the other thing that that when it comes to this is across the board with every topic when it comes to critical thinking these people who loved and worshipped Michael Jackson if any of them could go yeah some of the behavior was fucked up some of it was just weird but they don't they go he was just so full of love he just wanted to to be to be loving listen I mean maybe that's true as well but come on it's like at some point you've got to be an adult and you've got to realize especially being someone who is a target for blackmail and just you just you know you know you've got fans who just adore you You at the very least it was dumb as fuck it was dumb as fuck if if he was innocent, it was dumb as fuck. Yeah, and if he wasn't dumb as fuck, then he's guilty. Yeah. So either way, it's a it's a bad character call. But here's the thing, and this comes back to the art versus the person. Um, you know, I, I I probably fall on the more on the side that I think. Look, do I think that he raped or? molested children i don't know but do i think he was inappropriate with yeah. little boys yeah, yeah. I, t- I do believe yeah, that i do too based upon everything it's yeah. just my it's my opinion I do too I, I don't need to be I, I don't need to be lectured on yeah. the court documents or whatever. I, right. from what i know yeah that's my opinion is that yeah. there was some sh- there was some stuff that was fucked up yeah doesn't mean that whenever i hear billy jean yeah or hear him like i'll go oh my god that's f- he was so fucking f-. i heard human yeah. nature on the radio yesterday i cranked it up because yeah. i hadn't heard it in a while I don't think about, oh, he was, yeah. I think maybe he did these. Mm-hmm. I, I just go, what a brilliant artist. Yes. I don't care. And you know what that is? That is your brain being able to com- compartmentalize yes. two different things. Yeah. It's, and I'm going to compare it to something now that I know is going to be unpopular. I know that people don't want to hear it, but I can say it because I did it. When I used to eat meat, I never saw the animal. Yeah. When I would have chicken nuggets, I never saw the chicken. They were chicken nuggets. Right. My brain was Even able- Even though you loved animals. And I loved animals. But if I thought for one second- But you also loved second, chicken nuggets. <laughs> yes. If I thought for one second, while I was eating this food, what happened to that animal? In order for that to get on my plate, I wouldn't be able to eat it. Yeah. You know, it's the reason why we- <laughs> Don't explain to children where their food comes from or how the animal was killed to get on their plate. Yeah. We don't do it. And your brain begins to separate the two and you're able to not even see it or think it. And it's two different things. This is food, not an animal. Yeah. Your brain is able to separate the two things so that you can continue doing what you love to do, which is listening to that music, which is looking at that art, which is watching those movies without having to think about the horrible process behind it or the person behind it, Mm -hmm. you know, or the person who slaughtered that pig or the person who cut the throat of that cow or, you know, you. You don't want to think of, uh, you know, the person who directed this wonderful movie who you now love as being someone who committed incest. Yeah, yeah. So your brain learns to separate these things. And I think we have to get to a point where 
we have to make a connection on more than one level with many things in life in order to see things for what they are. And art is included in that. You know, there, I can appreciate art. I can appreciate a great song. I, I still, Michael Jackson, his music was kind of the soundtrack to all of our yeah. lives, especially, yeah. you know, our young years where it brings back so many great memories and your brain is able to separate the two. But now I hear that music and I instantly think of the person and the accusations yeah. because my brain is no longer protecting me from bullshit. Yeah. I told you that when I, one of the times I met him was right after Beat It came out. <clears throat> and I was, this is a couple of years before I had a record deal and I was just making a living as a background singer. And I ended up doing a session at uh, the studio that he, where he recorded all his albums. He recorded Thriller there and everything and, and Beat It had just come out as the new single from Thriller. And it was my favorite record out there. And I'm walking down this hallway to find the studio where I'm supposed to work. And I bump into him and he's very like, there was no one else around. And he kind of freaked out because he was scared of, I think he was scared of people in general. Yeah. Ended up the producer on the session that I was doing he came, Michael ended up coming in and sitting in on the session, just kind of watching and hanging out. So he, when he saw me in there, he was like, oh, he's, he's a, he's in the business. He's, it's fine. And we ended up sitting next to each other on the couch and listening to a playback. And I turned and, and I said, man, it's great to meet you, but I got to tell you, beat it is the best thing you've ever done yet. And he went, you really like it? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember cracking up thinking, he was so genuine in like, yeah. he, like he, it wasn't like he was just being, he was like, you really like it? Like, tell me that you really like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. It's time to wrap this up, Daisy Fuentes. <laughs> oh, but I'm, I have so much more to talk about. We have to a about. lot more to talk about. Um, we'll save it for next week. Yeah. You guys be safe and stay healthy and get your vaccination if you can. Talk not. about that next week. Or wear your mask. Both. Both. Either way. <laughs> stay safe, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Tequila Talk with Daisy Fuentes and Richard Marks. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe and be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.